So I want to continue um, in the series that Emma started about Bible characters. And I'm actually going to look at a really, really obvious one. Um, I'm going to be looking at the Apostle Paul. And you guys might be like, oh, I know Paul, you know, Paul, 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 you know, um, not Paul Dukes, but Paul, the Apostle Paul. Um, but there's something in his story that I think resonates so much with us. And um, it personally resonated with me as well. And so when choosing a character, I just really, really wanted to do him. And um, if you know anything about Paul, um, he wrote most of the New Testament. So, you know, if you've seen Romans, if you've seen the Corinthians, Timothy, anything like that, that was all written by Paul. And you might look at him and be like, wow, he's an incredible speaker. Wow, you know, he did all these incredible things. You know, he spoke to such large groups of people. You know, he, he did awesome stuff and he carried the message of God's grace. But Paul didn't actually start off like that. Paul was actually an antichrist. He was persecuting Christians, supporting the persecution of Christians, and he was actually pretty much as worse as you can get when it comes to, you know, your relationship with God and all of that. But Paul had this incredible encounter with God, which you can read all about in Acts 9 if you really want to go and read it. I highly recommend it. And and when he had this moment of getting to know Jesus, it completely changed his life. And the reason that I chose to look at Paul is because All of us here who are believers, who love Jesus, we've had that moment. We went from a stage of not knowing God to having this incredible encounter with him and, you know, being in this amazing relationship with him. And what we see with Paul is when he had that moment, it changed his life. He started to get excited about the word so much that he wanted to just spread it with people and, you know, do this and do that with it. And we might feel like that ourselves. We might have that relationship with God and feel like, oh man, I love God. I want to spread the word. I want to, you know, share with someone at work or share with my neighbor, share my testimony. I want to do this, do that. But we can feel like we're insignificant. We can feel like, oh man, I want to do this, but I don't know enough or I want to do this but you know I'm bad at speaking or I can't explain myself or I have you know this difficulty that difficulty and so when looking at Paul's story today I just want to encourage you and say Paul was a guy that had weaknesses Paul's biggest weakness actually was in this very area or the weakness that we know of at least was in this very area of sharing the word his weakness was the fact that he had a speech impediment He had problems speaking. And you guys might be like, nah, rejoice. That's not true. You've made that up. Well, we're going to look at some Bible verses so we can, you know, get encouraged about that. And so the first one to look at here is 2 Corinthians 11, um, verses 6, which says, Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I'm not so in knowledge indeed. In every way, we have made this plain to you in all these things. So you can see here... That some people, and Paul himself would think of himself as being unskilled in speaking. That's something that you wouldn't say about someone who, you know, would go out there and preach the gospel to so many people and so on and so forth. The second verse is 2 Corinthians 10.10, which says, For some, his letters are weighty and forceful, but in person, he is unimpressive, And his speaking amounts to nothing. Imagine, this is the guy that God chose to write 
most of the New Testament and carry the grace, the message of the grace of God to Gentiles who were non-Jews. So people who, you know, they didn't know anything much about God. And God is like, yes, that guy who people look at and think is unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing is who God chose to deliver this message. The third verse is 1 Corinthians 2, verses 3 to 4, which is Paul speaking himself, and it says, I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. That's, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. You know, when you kind of want to encourage someone or share your testimony or say something, but you're a bit like, oh my gosh, okay, 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 okay. That was Paul. He, he came in, you know, fear and trembling. And he said, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. He wasn't like, you know, using all of these incredible theological terms and stuff like that when he came. But he said that, but he came with the demonstration of the Spirit's power. And I really actually like what the NLT says at the end of that, because it says, um, I relied on the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is so powerful. You know, Paul didn't let the weaknesses that he had prevent him from going out there and sharing the gospel, talking to other people, this, that, and the other. But he relied on the Holy Spirit. He gave grace, he gave space for God's grace to, you know, flow through him and be used in him at that moment to empower him to do these things. And so Paul's key lesson is that God's grace is made perfect in our weakness. And he went deeper into this in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9 to 10, where he says, each time he said, that's God, each time God said, my grace is all you need, and my power works best in your weakness. And that word there, weakness, is the Greek word, asthethina. Sorry if there's anyone here that speaks Greek. I'm pronouncing it very wrong, but astathena. And that word means feebleness in body, feebleness in mind or in soul. It means an infirmity. It's when you feel like you want to be able to do something great and good, but you can't. You're unable. It's when you feel like you have a flaw or a failing, a disadvantage, And God is saying that when you feel that way, his grace is made perfect in your weakness. No matter how you feel, how weak you might feel, do not disqualify yourself because God does not disqualify you. But he wants his grace to be made perfect in that moment when you take that little step of faith to say, okay, man, I might be feeling really fearful right now, but I'm going to step out and I'm actually going to start speaking to this person. I'm actually going to start sharing this testimony. Or even you might be in your small group. Okay, I kind of want to say something. I'm going to take that little step of faith to start speaking and God will strengthen you in that. It might be that you want to serve on a team, but you feel like, oh, I don't know how to handle kids, but I, you know, I kind of want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Take that step of faith, put yourself forward, and God will empower you to be able to do that. Do that very thing. His grace is awesome. And so Paul was aware of all of these weaknesses, but he chose not to focus on his weaknesses because he knew that there was something so much greater at work, that God's grace was at work. And so that's what he wanted to focus on. 
instead. And so instead of trusting our own abilities when we're in situations where we might feel nervous and so on, we can choose to focus on God instead. Choose to not look at yourself, but look to God and say, you know what, Lord, this is exactly how I feel. These are the disadvantages I have. But I'm going to take that step of faith and I'm going to try and do this and trust that your grace will strengthen me in it. So God's grace is all you need when you're feeling weak. And like I said, I really resonate with Paul's story because this is actually my testimony. So I found out that I was dyslexic when I was in sixth form. And I got an extra time and so on in secondary school, but no one had told me anything about you know, being dyslexic. And so when I got to sixth form, I, I, you know, I got curious about it, and I decided to get myself professionally tested, and I did. And I got this really thick report that told me about how English is my biggest weakness. Speaking, writing, reading, understanding, communicating, all of it was my biggest weakness. And it made a lot of sense to me because I was like, this is why I've been struggling so hard, because this is the area that I have dyslexia and I'm so weak. But the funny thing is, during a personal Bible study that I had in 2007, and I like to remember that because God is great, and I felt like God was just saying, give me, give me the little that you have. And I thought, but I don't have anything. I was a broke student. If you resonate with me, students, you know, we don't have that much money. So I was like, I don't have money. Um, but then I felt like God was saying, give me your voice. I was like, okay. I'll, okay, I'll give my voice then. Lord, I give you my voice. I don't know what that means, but sure thing, I'll give that to you. <laughs> And I gave it to God. And over the years, I started to get this burning desire of like wanting to, you know, speak to more people about God as I was getting to know him more. I wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, communicate. So I wanted to let some energy out in a way. And, but I had, you know, dyslexia and I wasn't sure how to do all of that. But over the years, I just, you know, started to take a little bit of a leap of faith, a little bit. I started making videos online where I was speaking about God, which was fun. And then I came to, you know, breathe, and I was offered the opportunity to lead a small group, and that was, that was great. And I was offered the opportunity to do different devotionals and so on during praying and fasting weeks, and that was fantastic. And then I was offered the opportunity to do YA with Sheridan, and that was really, really great. And not even to, you know, finish that all off, as Paul was saying, the job that I work in, it's a job where I have to edit, I have to edit articles for a website. And I look back at all of these things and I'm like, how on earth am I able to do all of this? But I know the only reason I'm able to do all of this is because God's grace is made perfect in my weakness. Honestly, I struggle so hard with a lot of these things. I struggle so hard to even explain things, like ask my friends. Like in small groups sometimes, I try to explain different things and it just, it just fails and it's like, oh, start again, okay? You know? But I, like, regardless of all of that, I have personally made the decision that I want to just choose to rely on the Holy Spirit. I want to take that step of faith, rely on him, and, you know, just let God be glorified in that situation. Because where you might see that, you know, someone who is weak in an area and doing well or being able to do something, and they're relying on God, God is glorified there. Because God is the only reason that we're able to do these things. And he's the only reason that I'm able to do this. And so I want to just encourage you guys today to take away these key things. Is if, if you feel like you have a weakness... Do not personally disqualify yourself from anything because God does not disqualify you. And when you're feeling weak, know that God's grace is strong and that's all that you need. That's literally all that you need. 
So yeah, so just be encouraged by that today.